Sports Social with Eddie Easton Jr. An amazing show this week. It, it's it's so big in terms of how amazing this show is. I mean, you're, you're talking about I have two guests that are honestly uh, doing some great things in their fields. Now, one of the guests is actually a correspondent of the show, uh, along with Keeping a Real Sports in general. Uh, we got Miss Naquana Tashe on the show today. She is a uh, correspondent. And she has her own um, her own blog, her own setup called the Pot NYC, where she covers everything that's going on in uh, music, entertainment. She goes to all these different live events, and and the way she does it um, was uh, extremely impressive and and just very professional. And I was I you know I had to hit her up and it's like, hey, we have to do something, we have to work something out. So today's going to be the debut of the Sports Pot. Because obviously we're making a connection with Sports Social and the Pot NYC, and she's gonna break down all the great stuff that's going on in entertainment and sports. How they have that marriage together. So you're gonna talk a little reality shows, um, some things going on in the news, and let's be honest, you're always gonna have some type of news in regards to music and sports. That's just the way things work. So. It's going to be a lot of fun. Going to have her on the show, and this is going to be a, uh, a segment we're going to do often on Sports Social. Also, I have a guest in today. Uh, we have Mr. Mark Plazier. He's going to tell us about his, uh, his new training uh, technique as well as his fitness program that anybody could use. It's not just anyone that's a professional athlete. Even though he works with a lot of professional athletes, he's going to give his thoughts on what the athletes go through as well as just simple things at home to keep you in shape. And, and he even had this thing where he's uh, he was working with a, a bunch of older women that were in their 40s and 50s, that are mothers, that have careers, and how do they find the time to uh, get up and exercise. So it's an amazing program. He's going to discuss it in full detail. And like I said, th- th- this show today is just uh, a real great discussion back and forth about things going on not only in the industry, but just career-wise and how there are different forms of how you can work in sports. It doesn't necessarily need to be actually playing and, and you know, actually coaching and things like that. There are different options you could do. So uh, Mark Plazier, I was so happy to have him in studio and uh, just to describe his whole occupation and how he plans to do this using his passion. Uh, as always, uh, you know, I'm open to any type of suggestion that wants to throw out there. Hit me up at Ed Easton Jr. on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, just let me know if you have any thoughts on the show. And like I said, this is a very special episode. We, you know, we're just doing uh, just two great discussions on what's going on. And uh, everyone, just sit back and enjoy. You're listening to Sports Social with Ed Easton Jr. here on Brooklyn Free Speech Radio. Sports Social with Ed Easton Jr. We are back, and this is actually a new segment for the show, and we're going to start doing this uh, every two weeks or so. Uh, now, the person I'm bringing on, she is, I- I'm going to hype her up big time because she's, you know, acting like she's nervous and everything. She is probably one of the biggest entertainment, gossip, music, you name it. I had to make sure, like, she was a part of the whole Keep It A Real Sports family. I have Miss Naquana Tashe also known as the co-founder of The Pot NYC, here in the studio for our new segment that we're going to call 
the sports pod. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, I like that. She came right in. Hey, hey. Okay, I like it. So, Naquana, as you know, the world of sports and the world of entertainment and music seem to always collide because you got athletes that want to be rappers, entertainers, and entertainers that want to be athletes. So, now we're going to break this down. The first thing, and I just played the clip, football wives, or was it bowler wives, right? That's what they're calling it. Mm -hmm. They're basically football wives. Yeah. They have a show now, and it features um, Michael Vick's wife. Yeah, um... I'm going to try to say her name. Was that Khalifa? That's a Khalifa, right? No. It's not Khalifa? Kajafa. Kajafa? Okay, I'm all right. Well, we're saying it wrong. Well, if she's <laughs> listening, I'm sorry. Okay, just want to make sure. But uh, break it down a little bit of what's going on in this show. Okay, well, yeah. This week was the first episode of Bola Wives. It was aired after um, Basketball Wives Reunion. And to be honest, I probably won't watch it that much because it really wasn't that interesting. But um, it followed the lives of wives um, of Michael Vick, uh, Chris Chambers, Asante Samuels, Channing Crowder, and Julius James. Mm. Um, and their beef, as of the first episode, was about a dog. As it should be. <laughs> apparently, the dog ran in the street and someone didn't like it, and that was the beef. Um, but they really spoke on, which was most interesting, um, the Michael Vick and Colin Kaepernick's issue in the media with um, his hair, mm-hmm. which I found the most important of the show. Um, and what I found also was interesting on Twitter was the fact that Michael Vick was allowed to have a dog. Yeah. After. <laughs> I mean, you would think, you know, the guy, you know, he went to jail for about a year for, uh, you know, the whole dog uh, fighting ring. Yeah, dog yeah. fighting. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that was the most craziest tweeting thing that I've seen right after was the fact that they pulled up with a dog. <laughs> and everyone know that he was dog fighting, so I don't know. And did she say real quick, like, when they were uh, introduced, she was like, He's, we're allowed to have a dog. Right. <laughs> She's like, I, I want to make sure you guys all know this. This is real. Right. Like, that's that's their pet. Yeah. But, I mean. For now. <laughs> for now but um yeah it, it was a pretty interesting show like i said the first episode maybe the pilot was a little rocky because we don't really know their lives yet mm-hmm. and we have to get familiar with them but i'm not really a fan as of now so. okay from what i noticed from it it's, it's the same like you know with with the other show that we're going to talk about basketball wives mm-hmm. it's, you got a bunch of uh wives that are you know not really making the money. It was all the money made from their husbands. Right. They're living off of it, living all lavish and extra bougie, ghetto right. bougie right now, it looks ghetto like. Bougie. And it's it's funny because the football wives are all married to their husbands. So that's a right. different dynamic. That's the first, that's the difference of the show. Right. They're all married. And I saw like Brent Grimes' wife, okay. uh, Miko Grimes, mm-hmm. and she's pretty known for, uh, you know, getting uh, her husband cut from the team from Miami because he wanted to leave and it was like right. this whole issue. And apparently she said she did that on purpose on yeah. the show. So I thought that was pretty. She's she's, <laughs> she's a bit of a firecracker. Right, she has yeah. a radio show. She's, you know, she's out there. Yeah, I, she's, I've heard she of her. Was right on there, too, when she was talking to, what was his name, um, Julius James about yeah. his his white wife that she's put it, that <laughs> sisters had a problem <laughs> with him having a wife that wasn't black. So, I mean, mm. she didn't really hold no punches back. Like She held nothing back. And, and you know, let's actually, let's piggyback off of that. Did you care if for that whole thing with her, like, confronting him on the show for having a white wife? Like, did you feel like that was a big deal or? I mean, all shows, we I feel like we don't see all of it. So they probably just went straight for the kill. Like, oh, yeah. what was the biggest, like, the best thing she said to him. But, I mean, I feel like. 
she she said she knows him personally. So like, I, it's clearly a conversation they probably had before. So it wasn't right. a need for you to put on a show. But, I just like the way when she asked the question, they showed the camera her just staring right, right into yeah, his soul. Like, 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 like that was a question say, that everybody like needed to hear. Like, nobody really... <laughs> we're in 2017, I'm sure. Like, There's a lot more things going right, on. Right, like, it's more yeah. important than... Uh, <laughs> and uh, what was the other thing? They, obviously, there was a, I guess, there was, a, there was another girl. Uh, I think her name was Stacy, right? Mm-hmm. Or something like that. That's Stacy Chambers. Stacy Chambers. Yeah. Apparently, I, now I remember this as uh, being a football fan mm-hmm. that uh, Chris Chambers got into it with his ex wife mm-hmm. and he left her for, for her. Apparently, like she he was seeing both of them at right. one point and she took him away from his wife. From how she explained it on the show, um, she was, she was in a, there was in a restaurant and yeah. he didn't tell her who he really was. Like, he didn't say Mm. his last name. And Mm. he was apparently single, and then when they got serious is when she found out about his past relationship. Right, right. And in the show, they, like, the first five minutes of the show, she was not pregnant. And then it was, like, ten minutes later, it was, like, eight months past, and she was (laughs) pregnant. So, I mean, it was a little all over the place, but apparently she didn't know he was married. She didn't know he was married, so that that just happens. Um... You know, the fact that, and like I said, I, I'm just speaking from a guy who's a sports fan, so right. obviously I know who all these people are, mm-hmm. just the guys, I should say. Do you think that's a real thing where the woman may not know that's a professional athlete? I mean, I've been to a lot of, like, functions and a lot of, like, events, and I personally don't know who a lot of people are. Like, Any examples? Be, I mean, if <laughs> I know LeBron James, obviously, <laughs> but like you can be a Knicks like bench warmer or something. Oh, I will have man. no idea who you are. Like I can walk right past you. Like I don't. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty like possible, but mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't really think that at a level of you getting to know this person that you wouldn't know who he is, especially with right. this day and age. Like I'm gonna the first week of meeting you, I'm going to probably ask for your Instagram or something. Instagram, like. you're going to Google them, the right, whole deal. Right, yeah. I got to yeah. find out. I got to do the, the car facts. That's what, that's okay. Hey, some girls like mystery, but it's okay, you know. The guys wear name tags nowadays. <laughs> that's what that, that's the thing. So, you know, we go from now the new show, Baller Wives, to the show that kind of launched this show, Basketball Wives, but right. I feel like it might as well say Basketball Ex-Wives, because everybody is divorced or didn't work out. It, it, fiancés. It's, it's fiancés. Like, really, what are we watching here when you really watch this show? I mean, it's watching, the fact that it's still on. We're just watching, like, because when it started, it's it's like the sixth season, I believe. Yeah. And we're so just familiar with the, like I said, that's how I feel about the baller wives. We don't really know these women. So, mm-hmm. like, we're so familiar with the crazy Jackie and <laughs> the drama of Evelyn. She's and, the only one married, I believe, right? Yeah, she's the only one yeah, married to yeah. Doug Christie. But, like, she's the craziest person on the show. Like, she's <laughs> all over the place. Like. I don't know. But um, that's how I feel about, like, the difference. Like, we don't really know Mm. these women. But for the familiar, like, idea of basketball wives, it's like we know Shawnee for being the wife of Shaquille Shaquille O'Neal. And she started the whole franchise Franchise. of basketball wives and now baller wives. So it's like... She's getting paid. She's getting money. (laughs) She's getting paid. (laughs) She's getting all the money. But, um, yeah, um, Jackie... On the reunion that just happened on Monday, thinks that she's like the HBIC. Yeah, I noticed uh, that the whole sh- the whole shebang. <laughs> um, but maybe she could be because she is the only wife on the show. Maybe right, that's how she feels. Um, we had 
the reunion of um, Evelyn and Jennifer on this season of Basketball. Yeah, Jennifer was off for a while. And, and now yeah. I remember she was married to Eric Williams, yeah. who played for the Celtics. Yeah. Now I got to be honest. The whole drink on her face. Yeah, that, that, I, re- that was, I was actually going to bring this up. Like, he threw the drink on her face and, come on now, look, look, whatever you're going through, it was on national TV. You just not that that's messed up, you yeah, know. No. And Eric Williams is not like the how can I say this? He's not a model. He's not. He's not a you know handsome gentleman from what I've heard. I, from I remember he did like an interview <laughs> on Breakfast Club and he said he don't have to be the the handsomest person in the room or something like that. He's proved it. He he knows it. <laughs> he <laughs> knows it. <laughs> he's not ashamed. Like he's it's evident. So and he got Jennifer. So yeah, that that was love, right? That's what I'm just can I before we end this segment? Can we just put this out here, okay? <laughs> Do you really believe half of these girls are marrying these guys for love or to just money? Because these are like supermodel looking girls, you know, and they're marrying these guys. And let's be honest, some of them look like the Crip Creeper, you know. It's Eric Williams. <laughs> Eric Williams. Yeah, you know, you like the Grim Reaper a little bit. I mean, it's. I mean, honestly, like, like. You couldn't see yourself doing that like that, right? I can't see myself marrying Eric Williams. <laughs> um, I just can't. Okay. But I mean, I feel like you can't really help who you love. You calling that love? I mean, he threw a drink in her face. He, he, yeah. I mean, you know, we don't know the, the beginning of their love story. You're right. No one knows. We don't know why this whole thing happened. Why <laughs> he threw this drink on her? This level of disrespect. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Some people really do care for who they're who they're with. You can't really mm. judge a book by its cover. You have Beyonce and Jay Z. So like, oh <laughs> man, you remember we're in Brooklyn. We take we're we're here in Brooklyn as we're recording the really, show. You can't really put a tag <laughs> on looks i mean some people do marry because of wealth and yeah. that's a, a pretty evident thing i feel like there has to be a balance like you don't have to be the the best looking person in the world but you have to have a little swag you gotta have swag you gotta have something going for and you good, teeth. good okay good you went good teeth swag no ambition you gotta have some ambition. gotta have some ambition you have to okay you gotta make sure so you know you, you got to get up there you gotta sell that but anyway it's all <laughs> what hey, jay was ambitious he was you see he got Beyonce. All right. Hey, that's a big win. You know, even though it's also Major tough key. when she puts out Lemonade and you got to put out another album to say you're sorry about Lemonade. But it's all good. <laughs> I'm all Team J. Jay-Z I'm Brooklyn. <laughs> I had to put on it. Yeah, you know, it's your boy, <laughs> Young. But you said not to do a freestyle. We're not doing this. I won't do it. It's not right now. But we have, uh, what else do we have going on in the crazy world? Um. Oh, we, before we end this whole Basketball Wives thing, um... Jackie and Evelyn were beefing because mm. Jackie called her daughter a Build-A-Hole. <laughs> that is actually, I, I heard that. I laughed a little. I did. That's hilarious. That's the funniest thing. Who it's, says that? It's it's terrible to say, but, like, you can't, like, you can't leave that out. Like, who makes this up? And apparently it really wasn't, like, a thing. Like, Jackie just yeah. made this up. Like, it wasn't on the internet. No. It wasn't a thing. But do you believe anything Jackie says? Let's be honest, from that show. I've watched uh, enough to know <laughs> that you don't believe anything she says. I mean, you how can you? Like mm. how she just she just goes. Like she just goes on a tangent. You just don't know what to <laughs> believe anymore. Like So, they called her a build a, a build a whore, right? Yes. That was the thing. Uh, I don't know anything about her daughter. I I think I've seen maybe she's she had gorgeous. A, she's gorgeous, right? She probably looks just like Evelyn, right? Yeah, yeah. she looks yeah, she's a gorgeous. younger version yeah. of Evelyn, yeah. Uh, look, why are they bringing kids into their battles? I didn't understand. That's, I mean, her, that's daughter's, petty as it her daughter's gets. pretty grown. It's still her child, though. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of intense. Like you should it's, never bring a child into this 
this gruesome match of like like why would you do that it's disrespectful but it, it is what it is now I, I think we're about to close out this segment. i just want to yeah. point out for all the athletes out there that get stuck with these well i'm not going to call it stuck, stuck. but prenup is that like a, a foreign word is that they are they really falling for these women thinking that it's all going to be love because they're they're eating off of like that divorce very well I mean... Kobe knew better. Kobe's like, I'm going to get her the biggest rock ever and try to make this work. I don't... Yeah, I don't know how, what, how the conversation goes in the bedroom of these wives and husbands yeah. before, like, or relationships, boyfriend, girlfriends before the marriage because this not signing a prenup is going on. Yeah. That's why Derek Jeter is my hero. Because <laughs> Derek Jeter... Look, for a lot of guys, Derek Jeter said, I'm going to be a player. I'm going to be all of that. Right. You never hear any bad stories about him. Right. He dated all the top actresses and singers mm-hmm. in their prime, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Waited till he retired, got married to a woman half his age. That's a supermodel. And he's having his first child. Did he get a prenup? I don't know. <laughs> hey, she's a supermodel, so hey, you I know, mean, there's, yeah. there's money there too. So I'm not bad at Jeter, man. It makes sense. He did it the right way. Yeah. Apparently. You approve. <laughs> I, I'm approving of it. I mean, I, look, some people may feel otherwise, but I'm just saying, this right. is how I feel. Ed's approval. <laughs> hey, what else we got going on? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We have here the the no from KD uh, to go into the White House to visit our, um, excuse me. I'm our. Sorry. I don't usually say that word. I mean, technically. What he, is this word? Technically, he is. No, he's not. Even if you <laughs> voted or not. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) KD is not going to the White House to visit some people's president. Um, (laughs) Oh, that's how we call it. Okay. He's not my president. Oh, no. Obama's still my president. Are you still there? Okay. Until further notice. uh, (laughs) Obama's on vacation living life. Every time they show him. I'm with him as well. His gray hairs, you know, he don't even have gray hairs no more. He's so peaceful. Peaceful at man. Look, Obama living life. He living life. But yeah, um, KD said he does not respect who's in office right now, and I do not blame him. Okay, but here's my thing with KD. You know, I don't know who's going to show up from the Warriors. I don't know if Steph Curry's going to go, Clay Thompson, or whoever. KD, we're not surprised by that statement. He, KD doesn't like a lot of things. I don't feel like KD should even be going anyway. No, no. He doesn't even deserve it. You don't think? Oh, so you're not a fan of the fact that he uh, jumped on the team and Absolutely they won? Absolutely not. Okay. You heard the whole Peyton Manning diss, right? <laughs> No. Peyton Manning at the ESPYs. Uh, I played this on my last show. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was saying how the women's gymnastic team was so great mm-hmm. that even KD wants to play for him next year. And his face was he priceless. Was, he did not take it well. Meme worthy. Yes. And I don't know why he's so upset. Like, just take, <laughs> why are you surprised? Just take, just take, all, take all the heat. Like, just you deserve this right he now. He does. So we got that going on. I'm not, look, I'm not surprised people are not going to show up to the White House. That's going to be a thing. Yeah. You, know? you may not see entire teams not go. It's, right. It's going to be that type of deal. I remember the Chicago Cubs when they had won the World Series. Mm-hmm. They made sure, and this has never been done, they went early before Obama was out of office. They wanted to see Obama. See? Usually see teams wait does? until like next year after they win the title. You see what that man does? That's real. They, the it's Cubs are like, right we're going like next week that's <laughs> while he's still here. Yeah. So They wasn't letting that opportunity fail. No. <laughs> that's, that's real. Right. What else we got? We also have the hottest... Um, video going on right now in sports and my opinion is James Harden doing this Adidas drive-by dunk challenge. Drive-by dunk? What is that? Drive-by dunk. So it's these celebrities going, well athletes excuse me, going to random 
Parks and dunking, and from <laughs> James Harden's description, everyone's doing it in cars. So he decided because he was in Miami that he was going to do it on a speedboat. So he, oh, of course, in the video, why not? He runs to this random park in Miami and he dunks, mm. and then he runs back to his speedboat. Boom! Way to live, James Harden. You see, that's <laughs> that's called having a lot of money and a lot of time, and just being bored. And just being bored, like you know. But look, he's doing the right thing. He's right. not doing what most people do. I don't know if you heard about this. Zach Randolph, he's a player for the Sacramento Kings. Mm-hmm. He got stopped. I believe he was either in Compton or Watts with uh, a bunch of marijuana. Oh. Okay. Apparently, they said he was trying to sell it. Now, my here's my. He's he been NBA 15 years. What, did he have a nickel bag? That's what, I, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> he didn't have a nickel bag. Apparently, he had like a load of marijuana trying to sell it. The police stopped him with it. So I don't know what type of connect he had right. or what he was trying to do, but uh, apparently basketball isn't paying all the bills. I'm about to say, well, he need the gas money or something? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. get it. It's the weirdest story ever. People are still trying to figure out why Zach Randolph has been in the league for 15 years, made well over $100 million, is allegedly selling weed. In in uh Watts. That's yeah. He was <laughs> bored. He was, needed yeah. some. Ga- <laughs> That's what you do when you're bored. <laughs> he needs some gas money. Oh god. Somebody get some get him some gas money. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's unacceptable. Okay. What else? What else is going on in this crazy world? Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. So we have one of the biggest fights coming up with Mayweather. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Mayweather McGregor. And McGregor. And apparently Mayweather has said that he will not be sexually active until the hmm. fight. Well, you know, look, as a boxing fan, I don't know if you're a boxing fan. I'm a, I'm, eh. I'm a boxing it fan. It depends on who's fighting. They, they don't do this. This is real. They Usually they don't have any type of uh, sexual contact mm-hmm. of any nature with their wives, girlfriends, or whoever else it may be okay. for like a month before the fight. So they can be more angry? Yes. Makes sense. That is a real thing. That that's, makes a lot of sense. For men, that's a real thing. Well, you know, I don't know. Women, so whatever. But um, it, it, look, I'm not getting into that. But I'm just saying. Another topic. That's a real. That's another topic. That's another show. But um, for men, that's a thing that they. You know, they did that in the movie uh, Rocky. I don't know if you ever seen that. Which one? The first one. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he refused to touch Adrian, Adrian and all that. <laughs> and it was funny because they had a seat in there, and he was like, "No, I, I can't do it. No, right. no, no, you can't. Because you got to keep that anger. You mm-hmm. know, that's frustration. A right. lot of frustration." I don't think any man that's you don't have to be a boxer to know how frustrating that can go through for right. a while. So, okay, that makes sense. I mean, whatever helps. <laughs> I'm I'm all for Mayweather. Who are you going with? You're, oh, you go with Mayweather? Who you Who are you going with? Okay, look, I we need to know. You need answers. to know. Here's what I'm gonna say. I like Mayweather as a boxer. As a person, he's a terrible human being. Oh, yeah. He is. He's a, he's a horrible <laughs> person. There's no There's no other. There isn't. They're just. He's terrible. Right. But Gregor is hilarious. I, I watch UFC. The guy puts on a show. He's you very know, entertaining. He's not racist. Let's put that out there. He's not racist. They're building it I up. I didn't so like they do that. that whole um, the boy thing when the he called the boy dance yeah. something with boy the, dance. Yeah, I didn't like that. I was at the press conference in Brooklyn. Okay. And he went on this whole thing, but he got a lot of cheers in Brooklyn. It was a, a ton. Yeah. Of Irish fans and you know all around. Of course. But uh, Mayweather was booed out of the building in Brooklyn, mind you. Jeez. And McGregor came out with the Biggie song and everything, 
And Is that when you had the fur on? He had the fur okay, on. Yeah, I was watching it, and he, he came right out. He was like, you know, I just want to tell people out there that I have nothing against, you know, African Americans, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to put that out there, how he loves black women and all that. Oh, I was like, oh, yeah, so, you know, he he's appealing to, to the masses. <laughs> he knows how to win. He knows how to win. I just have to say, though, his fashion throughout all those press conferences was yeah. really, really, like, elite because— Elite? Yeah, elite. Well, you see, this is where you're trendy and I'm not. <laughs> I don't. I didn't know like you could wear fur and just you know. He looks so fly. That's that's the thing. Like he looked fly. Okay. Rather than Mayweather's Jamaica Avenue T-shirts, <laughs> like where was he going? Like I'm Jamaica I was, Avenue. Wow, that's real. He had the collie block T-shirts on, <laughs> and I wasn't a fan. The uh, what's it called? The pinstripe. Yeah, yeah. Suit that um, McGregor had on that was pretty dope. Okay. Looked, See, I, I give the pin. You, you saw what it said in the pinstripe yeah, suit, I, right? I can't say it. No, no, you can't say. <laughs> It was. You heard what I just said. It was. It was pretty fly. It's really good. So okay. So a uh, uh, good. It's good that you like the fashion. You're all for it and everything. So right. I hope that all the guys are listening are taking notes. You know, when you see Naquana's picture, I want you to contact her and follow her on Twitter and say just show her like what you're wearing and see if she approves. It's, we're gonna move. Do that moving forward. <laughs> and, uh, more glam. Yeah. See, look, she already put it out there. You're welcome, everyone listening. And uh, what else do we have? Um, we have um, the All-Star Game that just happened at Barclay. Mm. It was sponsored by Aces um, in Action, Boom Cups. Aces. That's, yeah. That's not the club, right? No, no. it's not. Um, well, it might have some association with it. I, might? Okay. I, I, I don't want to lie. I'm okay, I'm not, I'm not going to act like I'm not aware of these places. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was... Um, <laughs> Aces Celebrity um, Charity Basketball Event, mm. and it was also sponsored by Nike. Okay. Um, we had some cele- celebrities there, excuse me, Sky and Caesar from um, Black Ink. Wait, wait, together? Yeah. What? I yeah. thought they were, look, I follow Black Ink Crew, okay? I, I watched the show. I thought they, they broke up. Beefing? Yeah. No, no, Sky and Caesar aren't together. Oh, oh, I'm thinking Duchess. Oh, Sky wrong one. Sky's the, the crazy one. And oh. he's got the, 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 yeah. the, the boom and the she boom. She did. She did everything. Yeah. I apologize for um, yeah, those yeah. black ink loyal, loyalists out well, there. Apparently, well, I don't know if that's still a thing either, but Caesar was dating... Um, Carly Red. Ca- yeah, Carly, yeah. Uh, Carly Red. I watch my Ratchet television. <laughs> ratchet movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it was Sky, Caesar, uh, Shiggy, the Instagram comedian guy, mm. um, Justin Bieber, Vinny from... Um, <laughs> Because Justin Bieber just belongs he in that group. He just has to be Yeah, he just, he just has to he be just, there. He just goes. Oh, um, God. Vinny from Jersey Shore, Fresher, and Casanova. Mm. And apparently it was a really, really dope event. Okay. It was a lot of celebrities out. And was it, it was a charity event? Yeah, it was a charity What event. was a charity again, did you say? Oh, you're going to give me the lion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was sponsored by Aces. Oh, that's what it is. Ace. Okay. I, make sure, I, I, I just want to make sure I know. Yeah. Okay. Aces and so was it? Was it a good time from what you heard? Or uh, yeah, I heard it was a good time. I heard okay. it was a really good time. Yeah, mm-hmm. making sure. I'm yeah. making sure because I, you know, I want to know. They got Justin Bieber down there. I, I hope mean, he's there for a good cause. That is the most randomest person in this whole lineup. His whole career Vinny from J- Jersey Shore. Yeah. So I mean, even Vinny feels like he fits in more than Justin Bieber. I, of course. I, I see Justin Bieber on hip hop tracks, and I'm just like, come on, man. Is, is this really what the world's come to now? It does. I have my own personal <laughs> beef with him, but it's a whole other story. <laughs> I don't we'll, want to know about We'll save that for all fair. We'll Bieber. save that for all fair. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> what else is happening? Um, well, we have this so, okay. Eminem fans, the stand video. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've heard of this. This is the, the this is a complex. The complex yes. put this out. Mm-hmm. That is actually hilarious. But I'm gonna let you explain it. Yeah. So, um, as we all know, the LeBron and Kyrie 
debacle that's going on. That's what we're calling it. <laughs> Anything with LeBron, I'm here for. So don't. She is not a LeBron fan. I am a LeBron fan. Oh, you are not? Oh, yeah. I got all mixed up. She was ready to fight me. I am so sorry. I am so sorry. She's going to follow me later. I am so sorry. Bless his heart. Okay. I got, I got usually I'm always next hearing people time, say they're not. Next time know. I'm wearing a LeBron jersey. That's oh it. man. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> um, LeBron and Kyrie they have this parody on um, Complex. Okay. And they basically reenacted the whole Eminem stand video. That's correct. With Kyrie writing a letter saying how the Cavs is LeBron's and he can't be a part of it. Anymore. That is amazing. <laughs> uh, you know what? We got it. We got to play that. It has I, to be played. I think we need to play that as we're on our way out. Um, this was the first one. The mm-hmm. first. This is the first. The sports pot, right? We're, yes. we're settled on the sports pot. I got the beautiful and talented Mr. Quan Tashe. Yes. I, I don't want to say that wrong either. Or she's gonna get at me not just for the LeBron situation. Yes. I, yeah. Yeah. See, she's ready. Thanks. It's all good. So every two weeks we'll check in. Check out the website, thepotnyc.com. Mm-hmm. Keep the it a real. Pot NYC at everything. Pot NYC at everything on social media. So check it out. Thank you very much. We'll be right back. You listen to Sports Social with Edison Jr. here on Brooklyn Free Speech Radio. LeBron is mad, I'm wondering why. I asked for a trade at all. I scored 40 in the finals. But I can't please LeBron. And even if I could, I'm not Chris Paul. With the picture on a boat, it reminds me that it's not my cast. LeBron runs the cast. Dear Bron, I wrote you but you only subtweeting. I left my cell email and my address in Cleveland. I sent two letters to Dan Gilbert, you must not have got him. He probably fell off the side of the flat earth or something. Sometimes trade requests get too sloppy once they're public. But anyways, fuck it, what's been up man? How's our teammates? I just wanted to be the man and a chance to leave. If I win an MVP, guess who I'ma call? I'ma call Kobe. I read about Derrick Rose, too, I'm sorry. He signed for the vet man, cause every team didn't want him. I know you probably hear this every day, but I'm your best teammate. I even hit the shot after you made the block on Andre. I got a room full of our posters and our fat heads, man. I like the ship we won in 16-2, that ship was fat. Anyways, I hope you get this, man. Hit me back, just to chat. Truly yours, your best teammate, this is Kyrie. LeBron is mad, I'm wondering why I asked for a trade at all. I scored 57 against the Spurs, but I can't please LeBron, and even if I could, he won't commit to stay, he's leaving for LA, it reminds me that it's not our cast, never was our cast. Sports Social with Ed Easton Jr., we are here once again, Brooklyn Free Speech Radio, and I have a special guest in studio, now I've known this guy for a while, okay, and he, if you ever seen him in person... First of all, you want to make sure you're friends with him because he's a big buff guy. You know, he could look like he could hurt somebody just by accident. So uh, without further ado, he's a huge, you know, uh, a fitness expert. I, I think I'm using the right terms here. I don't want to sound too ignorant, you know, so I'm just going to work with it. But uh, Mr. Mark Plaisir is here. What's going on? What's going on? It's good to be here. Hey, man, I'm definitely happy to have you here. And, uh, you know, I gave you this nice, tremendous buildup of you being this, uh, you know, person, this horrible person that can hurt people, but you're not that at all. You're one of the I'm nicest not. people in the world. I'm not. It, it, it might happen by accident, but I wouldn't do it on purpose. But that's yeah. good. That's good. <laughs> you see, that's why I built it up this way, <laughs> there so that make there sure we're go. on the same team yeah. and you know, I can walk out of here and look tough. That was really nice, though. Yeah. It built up my rep. <laughs> I like that. 
He's out. <laughs> but uh, outside of being a tough guy with the rep, uh, you are a fitness expert. You, yes. you pretty much help everybody when it comes to just getting in shape. And and uh, you have this great program that you are the founder of, I believe. Yes, Can definitely. you please let the world know what it's all about? Uh, so, well, so I, we're actually, uh, uh, Jackie and I were created this program just basically just to get people in shape uh, safely, mm. which is why we call it Safe Training Strategy. Uh, I've been doing personal training for about 13 years now. And, um, you know, just still mind of people that come up to me and, and, you know, either they have injuries or they just can't get in shape because they don't really know what to do or how to do it. So we created this, um, you know, just, just basically to get you quick, uh, quickly in shape. Uh, we have a program that, that, that takes about six weeks, right, mm. to, to get in shape. We have three levels. You do level level one for two weeks, level two for two weeks, level three for two, for another two weeks. And then I, I guarantee you, you know, uh, based on the results we've, we've been getting, um, yeah, you, you, you will get in shape. Okay, so you're guaranteeing this. That's you know, Absolute, you're, absolutely. That's absolutely. That's a high bar. You yeah. know, you're letting people know right <laughs> it away. Is, it is. I like it. You know, yes. that's that's definitely yes. a, um, a huge dedication. I checked For out sure. the website, and you know, I saw the video that you guys put out. Cool. And you're working with these. Uh, it's, it's a bunch of older women. Right. You know, right. I, I think a lot of them in their 40s, 50s. Right. Right. They have yeah. careers. They're right. you know they're not out there. You know. Like athletically exactly, all the time, exactly right, and it, it's the whole journey of the six week right. journey that exactly. they're going through. Right, what you know, the idea to put that together first of all was tremendous, just to see it for itself. Thank you. But how are you able to to deal with that? Because you've worked with other athletes, now right. you're working with right. just regular everyday moms, and how was that experience? It, just it, it, with it that was group? it was great because you know you you get to meet these uh, women, uh, and mostly that. You know, they're busy women, right? They're working. They have children. Uh, just busy lives. And some of them have never worked out before. Mm. So to get them to come in and, and, and committed to this journey for six weeks, you know, just to get them to get in shape, uh, eating healthy, right? Because, you know, a lot of them just really didn't know what, what that, what eating healthy was was like. So... You know, we, we got them to do it. They committed to it. Come in, you know, come into the session at six o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, some, you know, some come earlier than you know, like yeah. five fifty. Oh, you know, just to come in and set up their mats, and it it, it was great. It was great. It was, it was it was a lot of fun. That's that's the thing. Yeah. you got to be an early bird to to do these type of. Uh, I know. I, I love waking up early. So, <laughs> yep. well, just just give us give people an idea. What time do you usually get up in the morning? Just um. So, so well, on 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 a good day, I get up at five five thirty. On a bad wow. day, I'm up at four four thirty. Wait, wait, right? wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Let me try to let me break it down. Right <laughs> on a good day. On a good day. I'm in at five something. Like five thirty, five o'clock. You but, know. But, but why I get the, to. Sleeping the, a little bit, but the bad day. Why four? Like it's so, just, well, four because I sometimes I have you know five o'clock clients. They want to oh. work out before they go to work. Yeah. Uh, some starts at you know six thirty or seven o'clock. They want to get that workout in. Right. So right. so I get up early and you know just just basically accommodate the, their um, schedule. It's worth it's worth it. You know just knowing that some you know somebody's changing their lives. Right. It's yeah. it's it's amazing. That's a that's yeah. dedication. Absolutely, first of you gotta have a lot of passion, dedication yes. for what you do. Because yes. look, it takes a lot for me to get up at four something. <laughs> you know, that's real. If, if you're not used to it, right? If you don't enjoy it, it's tough. It's not, yeah. It's, you know, but if you if you enjoy it, like I I, I just love working up early. That's nothing know. wrong with that. I'm yeah, love fit. it, respect it. I respect the hustle. Yes, sir. But um, now for you, because like I said, you're in shape. I, as long as I know you, you've always been in shape. You know. Yeah. What got you to become like sell yourself like man? I want to be like you know, 
like perfect. My body, I want my body to be like perfect. I want to be in a sense, very healthy. Because you, you seem like a guy that doesn't eat anything bad. Like, no, if I man. ever see you come, <laughs> like, I feel like you walk past the McDonald's in disgust, you know, every day. I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that, right? Okay. I mean, I you know, I, I don't eat McDonald's, but uh, I'm not knocking them or anything like okay. that. Um, so w- I started when I was about 15. Uh, I was really skinny. And, uh, you know, I remember high school, People used to make fun of, you know, how skinny I was. Mm. And then when I got to about 10th grade, I started, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm going to get into playing football. So I started playing football and and I was a fast runner, but I couldn't really, you know, hit somebody. Wait, were you were you defense? You played defense? I was was playing quarterback, actually. Yeah, I was playing quarterback. So, um and then I, you know, so a couple of the players, you know, we started working out at the gym, and and you know, when I got to undergrad, I was, you know, I got, I was like one ninety five, just basically lifting heavy weights and and taking mm. protein. Um, and then after I graduated, it was uncomfortable to be that big because you can't really scratch your back, right? Yeah, that's, so I said, you know, I started. I've never get, had that problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun problem. Okay. So <laughs> you know, I started getting into yeah. running. You know, and eating healthy, right? Okay. You know, when when you lifting heavy weights, you don't really care about you know what you eat. You just want to mm-hmm. eat just to gain weight. Um, so you know, I started you know getting into running and then started eating healthy, and uh, yeah, so you know, it's it's many many years ago, and then mm-hmm. now you know we're here, and and I'm all it like right now. I feel like I'm all about health. You know, just being healthy, right? right it's not right. just about lifting weights. It's not just about exercising. It's about being, live, you know, just living a healthy life, right? So, right. and uh, and and I feel like that's that's how I want to you know make an impact in people's lives. You know, just just basically encourage them and 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 and, and empower them to live you know better lives, pretty much. That's that's definitely like very admirable. Obviously, you're helping people. You're right. doing this and. Right. And you know, just the uh, the discipline that you have to have yes. to go through this process. Yes. I mean, obviously, it couldn't have been easy because you just decided, you know, I'm going to change my life. I'm going right. to cut out certain things, right. and eat certain proteins. Right. What is this? Some what is something that you tell like new clients because they all come in, they see you, and they like, oh, I want to be like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what do you tell them to put it in perspective that the the process? It's it's not it's not a exercising is not a seasonal thing. Right. It's not something you can just wake up one day and and, and say, you know what, I'm going to get in shape tomorrow or you have a goal. I'm going to get in shape. Uh, I'm going to look a certain way, you know, in three months. That's not what it's about. It's a lifestyle. Hmm. Right. Um, So, you know, really is to to get rid of that, you know, notion that you're going to get in shape in about six months. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you got to set you got to set goals. Don't get me wrong. You got to set, you know, short term goals and long term goals. But the, the, the point is you have to make it your lifestyle just to, you know, just like you wake up, you take a shower, you eat, right? You go to work. This is what you do, right? right? You wake up or, you know, you, you work out or, you know, after work you work out. That's just what you do. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to eating, which is a major component of getting in shape and, 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 and being healthy, right? You can't just eat anything just to eat it, right? So you got to eat with a purpose, really. You know, you don't eat just to eat. You eat because... You know, you want to be healthy. You eat right. because you have to eat. But the point is you can't just, you know, because a lot of times, you know, you know, I have a lot of clients who will come uh, to me and say, you know, I love food, right? I just love to eat. That's fine, right? But you just can't eat anything. Right. You know what I mean? Just because you love something doesn't mean that, you know, you have to basically love every aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? So. 
that you know that's 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 one struggle a lot of people have when it comes to you know being healthy is just really eating healthy, right? Mm-hmm. So it's and and the, the thing I always say is not eating healthy is not the hard part. Mm-hmm. Is quitting eating bad food that's really hard. Oh, that's very difficult. Right? Yeah. Because you yeah. you know you get used to it. It's the way you used to eat. It's it's gonna be hard for you to quit that. But once you you know you 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 get rid of that, um, you know, way of eating, right? You start eating healthy, then it it, it becomes second nature to you. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's tough, man. I see a McFlurry, and I want to have one right now. It's, just, you know, it's like I can't I can't help it. <laughs> but um, once again, I'm here with Mark Blazier, and uh, he's breaking down you know his secrets yes. to uh, getting better in terms of getting you know fitness, right. staying healthy. Because I guess the main thing is not just about what you look like; it's about how you feel on the inside. Right. right. You know, I mean, when when I was younger, man, it was all about you know I did this because I wanted to you know look a certain way. Mm. You know, but now as I get you know as I'm getting older, and I realize you know I work with a lot of older clients, and I realize the people that don't work out, you know how they how they look or how they feel you know once you hit about 40 50 like i know people who are in their 40s and they act like they're in their 60s mm. you know what i mean so but but then again i have you know a 93 year old client wow i've been working with him for about 10 years and he's i mean when if you see this guy mm. you know you would have never thought he was in his 90s you know i have 70 actually there was one one more there's one woman in in, in uh one of my videos she, she's 76 you, know, you would have never thought she was she was in her seventies. You know what wow. I mean? Because she eat healthy, she exercise, mm-hmm. and she, you know she takes care of herself. And that's that's the message I'm trying to you know uh, convey to people. If you take care of yourself, you don't really have to worry about you know certain things like diabetes or heart you know uh, high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's really important to to take care of yourself. No, I say hey, that's yeah. what we're all trying to do. You know, we right. all say it, but yes. uh, you actually do it. Right now, it, it, the thing is, you, you just said like you're dealing with like seventy-year-olds and a ninety-three-year-old client. Yes. yes. Now, when, it, it, now I'm being a person from the outside right. here. Right. I'm thinking like at ninety-three years old, like what can you possibly do? Like what is the anything and everything? Really? Here's the thing: if if you don't, you know, I mean, of course, some people have you know uh, predisposed. Uh, issues, right? You know, they have physical limitations. Yeah. Uh, there will be things that they can't do. That's mm-hmm. a given, right? But if you don't have any physical issues, right? You don't have any physical illness. Um, you know, if you don't have, I mean, even if you have things like arthritis, yeah. right? You can still exercise. You have to exercise. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, everything gets stiff, get tight. Then you really have an issue, right? Yeah. So um, when someone, you know, you know, think of thinks of you know think think of a ninety three year old. And you're like, man, you know, ninety three. That's old. You know, you you can you can barely move. It's not true. Mm. It's not true. If if you exercise, you stretch. You have to stretch. Otherwise, you know, everything gets tight. You eat right. You're good. You know, Just if like you that. yeah, you know, if you don't have any, you know, uh, any you know high blood pressure. I mean, even that, if you exercise, that's gonna help, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you have diabetes, you exercise, that's gonna help. Right. So basically, exercising and eating well, uh, for me, I feel like that's 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 my medication. Mm. You know what I mean? Not just physically, but psychologically. Okay. Yeah. I gotta throw this at you because obviously this is a sports show. Right. And you've worked with some athletes. Yes. I'm assuming, right? Yes. Okay. Now, what is some like some things that you've dealt with that are specific, like per sport? Right. I don't know, like, for example, for football, like, what right. is something that football players usually work with when it comes to exercise and so, fitness? Right. So, I mean, a lot of, you know, especially for sports, um, you need agility, right? Mm-hmm. You need you need to be able to move fast. Right. So their training is, is, is I'm not going to say always different 
from a regular person because you know because because a regular person also you know they want those things right, right, right. they want to be fast they want to be they want to have the power they want to have the strength they want to have the stamina they want to have the energy so whatever you know a, 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 a someone who plays sports uh really needs anybody can get that mm-hmm. right so the training can be different because sometimes you know you know if somebody plays sport they they they're more they're more active right they have to you know train based on whatever sport they play uh before a regular person also you know they they you know some come in there you know they say look i you know i want i want to feel this way i want to act this way i want to you know i want to tone this i want to strengthen that so you really have to give it you know just give it to them okay you know okay so i, I see that i see yeah. that and i'm going to throw this out here also now basketball players right and I know the different injuries and stuff they have. And yes. I, believe it or not, I used to play basketball. I know it's, it looks weird, right. but it, yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I did. It was, it was a thing. Right. Um, strains, sprains, all that stuff. Right, right. In terms of just the, the recovery, right. like you do a big part of that as well, yes. right, with the rehabbing yes. and yes. getting back right. out there. Yes. What is the process that you go through when you're working with these type of athletes? So the process, um, I, I, actually, I, I, actually, I have a basketball player I work with, um, you you really have to strengthen everything around the, the you know your your knees your ankles right you yeah. have to strengthen the muscles around the, those joints, uh, your lower back you know so everything really so when they when they get injured, it's a given. If you're playing sports, you know you you're gonna get hurt right. right. That's just a given. Some more than off you know, right other, right yeah. right. So you know really the the uh, uh, reha- uh, reha- rehabilitation aspect of it is really to to you know first of all you t- you know to give you a little time right. And then after that, you know, you work a, a lot on stretching. You work, mm-hmm. you work a lot on, you know, just basically stabilizing whatever, um, whatever joint in it is injured, right? right? Whatever part is injured, then you know, you strengthen it, right, mm-hmm. to make sure that they can sustain whatever, you know, impact that they're gonna be uh, having, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in the long run. So, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's that's something to think about. You know, right. I, I means my career could have continued. That's what you're saying. But I like <laughs> yes, this. you could have. Thank you. <laughs> you still I have like, time, man. I, I tell that to these scouts out there. Um, uh, but uh, I, I got to ask you, obviously, because you're, right. you're out here, you're hustling. You you know, you got clients For and sure. things like this. Is there like a time when you could say, all right, you know what, because I got to be available for different clients at right. different times. When right. you're like, you know, what, hey, this off limits here. Like, right. I got to be with my family. I got to, you know, Sundays. Okay. That's that's right. my that's my day off. Okay. Right. Um, if somebody really like you know like I have I have this one client. Uh, if we don't work out three times a week, hmm. he feels like yeah you know he hasn't done anything. So usually we meet Monday, Wednesdays, and and and, uh, and Fridays. So I'm um, and Saturday. So if if we didn't get to you know throw in that Saturday if I'm out of town, then he was like you know you, we got to do it a sun you know we got to do it on Sunday. Hmm. So I'll go in early at like seven o'clock in the morning you know just to work with him and then you know get back home, go to church, uh, you know, just basically spend time with the family. But otherwise, my Sundays are, you know, usually off limits. Off limit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like that because you got to put some type of, you know, people Absolutely. get, they get Absolutely. needy. People yes. get needy, yes. man. It's real. Right. But uh, now I got to ask because you're, like I said, you, you're still hustling. It's your business. Right. You're, you're everything right. for it. When you see other, like, fitness trainers out there mm-hmm. and the way they promote and, you know, do certain things. Right. Do you agree with all of it, or are you more like, you know what, I just do my own thing. I'm not trying to think about the other fitness trainers. Some of them are not real fitness trainers, but I'm, I'm calling. <laughs> you don't have to say that. I'm saying it, you know. <laughs> Let's be real. They do um, on Instagram. They do it for the gram, you know. Right, right. I mean, you know, it, it's in, in every business, 
you know, there's there's always gonna be a group of a group of people that you know they, they do it just 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 because they feel like you know it's just something to do. Okay. Right. Or they do it just because it's you know. Mm, I don't have anything else to do. Let me do this right now. Yeah, they want to make it look good. You exactly, know? right. Yeah, you know. know, but then again, you have a lot of people that do it just just because they want to, you know, just put something out there. Just, they do it for the camera or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to, to uh, the technique mm-hmm. of, you know, training someone, I mean, I have I have a bachelor's degree in, in, in uh, you know, exercise science, right? Oh, okay. Um, not every trainer is certified to do this. Mm. But 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 they do it right because the thing is it's not a, it's not really about what you do it's how you do it. So when you start um, like I you know I see trainers just just basically they they actually showing the the client how to do the exercise. They are doing it wrong. Yeah, that's right. That so the client will be doing it wrong. <laughs> so and, and that way you know a lot of people are getting hurt. Um, you know, but still they still pay for it because mm-hmm. they they don't really know any better, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, but I, I'm not knocking them. You know, everybody gets. You know, they they have to. You know, get their hustle on, and and and, and I admire that. But at mm-hmm. the same time, if you do it, you know, whatever you're doing, just put a hundred percent into it. Right. You know, if 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 that's what you want to do, you know, get certified. Right. You know, get the knowledge. Don't just do it just because. You know, it's just something to do right now. You know what I mean? Okay, I respect that. You say yeah. I like the way you, you threw that in, and you're like, you know, I got a degree. Right. Yes. I do this. Yes. I like that. Yes. No, that's this, this. This is something I'm really passionate about. Good. Yeah. So yeah. And that's the that's what we need to keep pushing right. out there. Right. You know, like right. some people they get a little crazy with exactly. it. Exactly. You know? That's right. I right. like that. Right. So um, before you go, right, I gotta ask you, what is your uh your these these are it's a two part question I should say, your best client experience. Okay. And your worst client experience. You don't have to use names. <laughs> you just gotta put it out there. Um, best client experience. I so well. Funny. I um, I have this one client. I I, I actually I've been, I've been working with her for, wow, from the beginning, right? Mm. And she 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 lost um, over eighty pounds. Um, and and I remember you know after she lost the weight, it it took her about six months to you know to to lose a good a good amount of it. And she 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 um, gave me a Christmas card, mm. you know, just basically talking about how, you know, how much of an impact I uh, made in her life. I you know I got wow. emotional, right? You know, I made a little tears, a little or whatever, emotional. just to feel like, you know, you you, whatever you're doing is important, right? Mm. Because somebody who feel like, you know, if if they were overweight, they they didn't have the confidence, they didn't have you know the the self esteem. Mm-hmm. So when they you ch- you know you help them change their life pretty much, right? Right, right. So and 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 that actually brought a lot of, you know, just just this uh, joy really to me. Um, so that that that's something you know I feel proud of, you know. That's and then cool. the worst, um, <sighs> you know, I. I all my clients have been good, really. Um, Politically correct, a lot. <laughs> you know, I know. You know, I have a lot of great clients. A lot, you know, we have great uh, rapport, great relationship. Um, but I, I think you know, I wouldn't say worse. But I remember that I had a client um, for for um, it didn't last long mm-hmm. because you know he he came in and and he wanted to do what he wanted to do, mm-hmm. right? If I asked him to do something. Uh, he didn't feel like he should do it, but if you're paying me, right? Yeah. If you're paying me to show you what to do, um, if I can't tell you what to do, it just wouldn't work. So I stopped working with him. Okay. So yeah, I like that. Yeah. 
That's real. And um, can you let people know how they can get in contact with you, how they can learn more information? You know. Yes. Uh, so you can find us at uh, safetrainingstrategy.com, right? Safetrainingstrategy.com. Uh, we're on uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube, um, you know, everything safe training strategy. And, um, yeah, you know, just just uh, find us and then follow us and like us. And, you know, we'll definitely make it worth uh, your time for sure. Definitely. And I'm co-signing the guy. He's a very genuine guy. Everything he's saying is real. The fact that he said he shed a tear, he shed muscle tears. Yes. Not even tears. <laughs> I'm just saying. They were like manly tears. You were manly you know, tears. You know what I'm saying? Manly tears. Seriously, tears but burn. It, but yeah, of course. You know, I mean, you, you have to empathize with uh, with those, you know, whoever. Because what I, what I realized uh, over the years, you know, uh, working with people, being overweight is not something that anyone wants to be, mm-hmm. right? So um, it's, 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 there's nothing funny about it, right? You know, we all, we all get busy. We all have, you know, uh, circumstances in life where, you know, we just kind of, we kind of let go of ourselves, right? We, mm-hmm. we, we kind of, you know, we either we're taking care of somebody who gets sick, either we, you know, there's something happened, right, in, in mm-hmm. our lives, and, and, and we feel like, you know, taking care of ourselves is the last thing we should worry about. Right. right. It happens. So, you know, it, it's it's really important to empathize and understand that, you know, whatever's going on in their lives, physically or psychologically, they need support. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and as a fitness professional, I, I'm, I'm honored to be able to, you know, to, to help them, to be with them um, in that journey. That's really cool. Yeah. That is really cool. I hope everyone's listening and learning something today because, hey. Fitness is important. I'm trying. I don't is. know if you know. I tried a little I, I, bit. I know. I you know. know you, you, last time I saw you, you know, I have half a muscle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is, it's incredible. Yeah, I, I see mean, a little something coming up. I look back. I, I was like, is that I see. Me? I see you flexing as you're yeah, talking to I, me right you know, now. I, I, to, I just. I did like a thousand push-ups just to get to this new one that you're coming <laughs> like, in. You know, that's good. That's so, good. It's all good, Mark. Thank you for stopping by, uh, and uh, for we're looking me, forward man. to just more of your fitness for sure. journey. Definitely, definitely. It's great stuff, man. All right, thanks for having me. You guys, listen to Sports Social with Edison Jr. We'll be right back. I want to take the time to thank everybody for tuning in today. Also to my guest, Naquana Tashe uh, from the Pi NYC, as well as here under this umbrella now with Keep It A Real Sports doing the uh, sports spot this week. And uh, also, Mr. Mark Plazier just for his amazing story and his mission right now as a fitness trainer making sure people are in shape and just doing better in their lives so uh, like i said this was a very special episode just going through different things in sports and uh, if you have any questions hit me up as always at eddieston jr on twitter and instagram until next time everyone have a good day